Retiring can be a difficult or stressful time and maybe even a hopefully exciting time in your life. But what if your retirement falls during an economic crash or a global pandemic like we are facing in 2020? Does your retirement plan need to change? In this show, we're going to talk about challenges one might face when retiring during economic turmoil or a bear market or even a toilet paper shortage. Yeah, toilet paper. Uh, Dan, do you know where I can buy toilet paper? No, I have no idea, Tony. You are about to listen to an episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Each week, co-hosts Dan and Tony will explore topics about finance and retirement. It's fun, informative, and most of all, useful to those who are interested in retiring successfully. Now, let's begin the show. Welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio show with me, Dan Wendell. Alongside me is Tony Shore looking like he is has been feverishly looking for toilet paper for the past couple of weeks with no success oh no we 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 found some in our house we're all sequestered here and i'm working from home of course recording this with you not in person but uh, from our our mutual homes i know uh, you've been going into the office a little bit financial advisors i noted dan are on the list of essential workers Oh, well, during a economic turmoil, people need answers. Yeah, that's true. They don't want someone to pick up the phone and call them, right? Yeah. Does that make you feel important that you're not one of the non-essential? <laughs> I love how they label the rest of us. You're non-essential. Does that mean I can show my um, my licenses with the state of Florida and get toilet paper at the front of the line? <laughs> no. I'm an essential service? No, that you know, doesn't To call me that. an essential service above, like, and put me on the same plateau as a nurse or a doctor, I kind of feel... I kind of feel bad about that. Well, yeah, that's let's be realistic. And and media <laughs> media is considered essential. So I guess I count. Right, yeah. I guess I'm essential, which makes me feel good, but a little guilty. I think really, you know, our emergency workers and the people that have to work at the, the grocery stores and the delivery people. Those are those are the really essential people. Right. But to throw lump me in in the same category as a nurse, I don't like. Yeah, you and I, no, no, we don't. We're not on the same same, level of uh, healthcare workers. But you put me in the same category as a media, and I feel even worse. (laughs) (laughs) I see what you did there. Little dig on the media. I love it. Uh, Yes. So so I want to talk today about people that are close to retirement, or they're just retired, or maybe they were supposed to retire in April of 2020. Like, well. What are they? What are they thinking? What Ooh, are they going through? That's got to be we, tough, right? Yeah, that's that's got to be tough for those who are ready to retire, uh, and then the stock market drops thirty seven percent. And you you forwarded me this article that's kind of fluffy, kind of fluffy article. Yeah, that you're going to be referencing yeah, today, right? Well, I I just wanted to I I like to forward you things just to make sure that you get that you're awake, <laughs> you know. <laughs> We're not going to reference the article at all, actually. Well, I am. I am because something stuck out to me in the article, and we have to address that. And then I'll let you get into the the meat of today's topic. But um, it starts off, you know, somebody who was ready to retire uh, because you wanted me to see what you wanted to talk about today. And there's this article that touches on it a little bit. But uh, they talk to this person who was ready to retire, and then they say her job, she's a 
tech she manages technical writers in Disney World. Mm. So first of all, I had to stop. I didn't get much further than that because then my mind went, "What? Well, why does Disney World have technical writers? What does that mean? What is that job all about?" Oh, God, uh, it's got to be technic- the writing of the propaganda for the kids. <laughs> I don't know, man. A technical writer? Disney World? It's a theme park, for Pete's sake. It's an amusement I, park. I don't get sounds it. Sounds like a pretty magical job, though. <laughs> but um, but Wow. We're going to oh, start. Gosh. The dad jokes are going to come in here. Well, um, so, but seriously, you know, I hadn't really, before you sent me that and said what you wanted to chat about, and I know you, you know, you've dealt with people who are, you know, getting ready to retire, planning for retirement for years now. And you've worked with hundreds of people, uh, your clients, you've helped them with retirement planning. So what happens when uh, there's a world epide- worldwide epidemic and the markets crash, the bonds crash, gold drops, oil is a problem, and you're getting ready to retire in, in the next week? What do you do? You scream. Did you run to the nearest exit and cry? No. Fetal position. No. Fetal position. (laughs) It's safe. It's a safe position. No. So we've had this happen before. I've seen it before. I mean, in December of 2018, the market went down like 19.5% or something. And so there were people that I knew that were retiring right then, you know? Uh, So last time it happened was in, in 08. Uh, we had a major meltdown. Not the toilet paper shortage, though. That's kind of new. That's the new... So I don't... That's a whole different story. Retiring when there's a toilet paper shortage really changes the the, the dynamic. But in, in, in all seriousness, everything is canceled right now. My kid's soccer is canceled. St. Patrick's Day Parade was canceled in New York City. I can't believe that. And Chicago, right? the two biggest... Boston, Chicago, and New York canceled... St. Patrick's Day, basically. And that's right. That's one of the biggest events in those cities. So, right. I've seen weddings were canceled. I have clients whose daughter just had to cancel her wedding. Um, so why can't you cancel retirement? Right. Isn't that what we have to do here? <laughs> Sorry. You got to work longer. Oh, so is that the only answer? Come on now. You think I'm going to say that's the only answer? Well, no, I Go know you're not, but that's why, that's why I threw you that softball so you could knock it out of the park. Oh, boy. No, I mean, delaying retirement, maybe. No, and no, you, you shouldn't have to. If you planned correctly, this shouldn't really impact you financially, uh, retirement plan-wise. It shouldn't. I mean, it doesn't feel good to see the S&P 500 drop 35% in a month. I mean, that's... That doesn't. I don't think anyone's happy about that unless you're betting against it. We did do a show on who wants the market to fail, right? Didn't we do a whole show on that? We yeah. talked about like the crazies that want the market to go down. Right, right. We well, were one of them. Um, well, so, I'm sure that uh, somebody like um, or, uh, Warren Buffett, every mm. time the market has a major drop, like in 2000 and 2001 and then 2008 and nine. Afterwards, within a couple of years, when the market goes up, you realize during that time when it was at the bottom, he bought a bunch of some stock that nobody was buying for right. for peanuts, and then it its value goes through the roof, and he makes hundreds of millions of dollars off of it. So I'm sure when the market goes down, you know he's going to profit from it. Uh, but most right, people right. most people don't have that luxury, probably. 
Well, there are opportunities when everyone's panicking. True. You know, did you see that um, that company Zoom? That's the. Do you know that they halted trading on one of the companies named Zoom? Oh, they did. Uh, they did um, last week because they uh, they had the ticker symbol for Zoom that the video conferencing that has gone up crazy. Oh yeah. There's another company. I don't even know what they do. I think it's a Chinese company. I don't even know actually. But they're like Zoom technologies or something has nothing to do with the video conferencing but the ticker symbol is zoom so everyone was buying it thinking they were buying the <gasps> oh so no. the sec halted trading it and they're like uh you're up um 100 in a couple of days i think there's a problem here <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure the owners are like let's sell let's get out of here yeah i bet <laughs> man can you imagine uh, oh i bet so, they were selling like crazy but but when it comes to retiring you shouldn't be involved in these types of conversations. You know, the, the whole Warren Buffett, you got to buy. I, that's not for people that are just about retiring. In fact, because what we have to bring up a big factor here when, for people that are retiring in a crisis like that. And that's sequence risk. We've talked about sequence risk. I have a video on it, but basically if, if you invest money and you just let it sit, you don't have to worry about these ups and downs, the roller coaster. It's only when you go and sell it that you have to actually factor in um, the timing of the market. So, so if you invest for twenty years and the market goes up ten, down ten, up ten, down ten, and 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 in the end it's up, you know, big, that's great. But once you go to retire, most people they have their four hundred one k and they need money from it to live because they don't have a salary anymore. Once you start taking money out of your assets, then Downside matters because you're taking money as it's going down. It makes it even harder for it to come back because you're pulling out money while it's falling. So if you're not, you're not touching money during this crash, you're fine. But that doesn't really re relate to a lot of retirees. Um, they are they are drawing down money and then they go into a tailspin because you know they're down 10%, they're pulling 10%, now they're down 20, but now they have to make 30 to get back to where they were and it's it's pretty scary. So the solution is simple. And it, well it, you shouldn't be in the situation because you should have planned ahead. If you're retiring now in 2020, you should have been planning for this at least 5 years ago, 2015. You know, and at that point you should have been saying, "All right, in 2020, I'm going to stop working. I need money. Where am I going to get the money from? The answer shouldn't be my 401k. It should be, it's going to be from cash or a short-term investment that's not going to be at risk in the market. Because right now, you don't want to be selling stocks to right. live. Exactly. You want to be pulling money out of a checking account or getting that CD, something that's really not at risk. Yeah. And there are safe retirement options out there, and there's give and take with them. But uh, and I don't mean to bring up a, a bad word, but annuities, fixed indexed annuities, that you do get to participate in some of the market upside when it was up, but when it's down thirty seven percent like this, uh, you don't take any losses. Yeah, uh, fixed annuities, fixed indexed annuities, CDs cash. Yep. You know, those types of things look really good right now. The problem with them is they're boring. Yeah. They do limit the upside, you know, whatever. If a fixed annuity is paying you 3%, that's what you're getting. 
no more, no less. So, and that looks really terrible in a year when the market goes up big, like 2019 stock market's up 30% and you're making three, you know, you start to get that FOMO, right? The fear of missing out, which can be really detrimental, but I'd rather have fear of missing out of gains in the stock market than fear of missing out on my retirement party. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll give you an example, Tony. Um, I have a couple, I'll give a, a, a story, a, a client couple of mine, they're, they're, they're already retired. They've been retired for years. They're about five years now they've been retired. And um, in December of last year, 2019, they were talking about, all right, we need to pull our money out for, for living for 2020. Here's how much we're going to need. And the discussion became around, well, we can, we're can we generating that in dividends from the stock market. Um, you have some annuities over here. You have some cash over here. Um, are we fine just pulling it out monthly from the stock market? And and they said, yeah, but you know, we're at highs. What if the market tanks? I said, you know what we could do? Let's just pull what you need out for 2020 right now and put it in your checking account. And they said, well, what if the market keeps going up? I said, well, yeah, what if the market goes down? You're going to spend this money anyway. Let's just take it off the table. So we took it out and man, did they love that decision. I mean, I'm not saying I knew the market was going to tank because if I did that, you know, I wouldn't be talking to you. If I really knew I'd be retired already and I wouldn't even talk to you ever. But Oh, I'd be sad. <laughs> then. You can't. What are you saying? Which I'm saying I have no idea what the market's going to do. Oh. <laughs> but but you wouldn't stop talking case, to me. Well, and <laughs> <laughs> so in their case, they they took the money off out of the market, put it in their cash checking account, and that's what they're going to live on in 2020. Now the market's tanked and they're not worried about what the market's doing. I mean, they they don't like to see it, their money go down, but they don't have that sense of fear of, oh my God, am I going to have to take less this year? They've already taken their money out. So that's what the whole point of sequence risk is. You put the money that you're going to need in the next few years aside in something that's not going to be at risk so that when you take it, you don't feel guilty. You don't scared of selling at the bottom or, you know, the, the only thing you fear would be missing the upside, but who cares? I mean, really, who cares? The, the missing of the upside is insignificant compared to the pain people are feeling when they go to retire and the market's down 30% and they have to sell at a 30% loss. Uh, it's just amazing that this basic concept of, I guess, bucketing is the term a lot of people use, bucketing your money and saying, this is the money I'm going to need short term, that should not be at risk. So you shouldn't be having this conversation. Mm. Well, yeah, and uh, interesting because... Uh, you know, you get into the weeds here, and I think what you're illustrating, Dan, is why it's so important to have somebody like you. Uh, my eyes just start to roll back. It's like, okay, now now bucketing. Now I have to know what that means. Yeah, well, you don't have to because <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't really know much. You just kind of go with the flow, right? <laughs> but no, you hire somebody. Didn't didn't we talk about that last yeah, week? Yeah, that's what week I have you Dwayne for. Wade, yeah. Right? He hired that advisor because he's like, how do I save millions, you know? Um at some point, you got to talk about this, but the hardest part of that, Tony, is not understanding, all right, the bucket, I'm going to put this money short term. It's how much do you put there? A lot of people have trouble figuring out what they actually need to live off of. That's So that's a whole nother thing that I do with people that, that is provide some value. Yeah. But figuring you out what, what you need. You're, what you're going to need in retirement and then how to get and when. it. And when. Right. And finding out where they're at and how they get there, right? 
Right. And you know, what are you going to need in year one, year two, year three? And, um, and then actually, once you know that putting the money there is, is usually easier, but people still don't like it because they feel like they're, they're out of the game. They're not going to gain money there. But once this type of event happens, that's the best thing they've ever done in their life. And they're so happy about it because they don't have to delay their retirement. Right. And so I think that uh, that's very interesting. And you know, we don't want to have to people when they hear work longer is the answer. Uh, then they don't they get a little crabby. Right. Well, I mean, what if they didn't plan, though? What yeah. if they didn't put the money aside right now? Then that what, might what a, be the answer. Right. I don't know. So let's talk about that. Okay. What if you got crushed? What if. What if you were planning to retire in April 2020, you had all of your money in your 401k, and now it's down 20% or 30%. So, for instance, Tony, let's say that someone had a million dollars. They thought, oh, this is great. I have a million dollars in my 401k. This is my net assets, you know, total assets. And I'm going to take 4% because I heard that's a great rule, 4% rule. So I'm going to take 40000 out of my uh, out of my $1 million, which really doesn't. That's not a lot if you think about it. 40000 out of a million. But that's 4%. And now all of a sudden their million dollars is worth, I don't know, 800000 because they lost 20%. Through no fault of their own, right? Or is it? So now that 40000 is thirty-two, eight thousand 8000 less a year. That's significant because their bills aren't going down. So now what? The government's going to send you a check for $1,200. Okay. That, that helps, but you're still 8,000 short. So what are these people supposed to do? The listener that's saying, yeah, yeah, I should have planned. I should have planned. I didn't. Now what? Now what do I do? Help me. Right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is. Yeah. Yeah. That's the so, problem. And, you know, you don't want to. I know you're not the type of guy to say it, Dan, but, you know, it's an I told you so situation. A show after show over the years, we've done this show, uh, radio and podcast and you know, for anyone who's listened uh, to more than one show, you got to know uh, the key is have a plan in place and make sure not all your money is at risk and have it properly allocated. And for your clients that work with you, that that listen to you and made those decisions, the market drops 37 percent and they're not panicked. They're not calling you. Right. Right. They're not. Well, they'll call and say, what what the hell's going on here? <laughs> right. Because they're curious they're, they're as to panicked. what's going on. Yeah. Right. They're, they're not like, am I going to have to go back to work? They're not asking that question. Do I have to delay retirement? Uh, here's another one. Do I have to decrease my spending? See, I'm a big, my philosophy is you want to spend early in retirement while you're young and healthy. You don't want to hoard your money. You want to spend it early. You want to hoard ter- toilet paper? Or as my grandfather used to say, turlet paper. Turlet paper, yeah. <laughs> you almost um, you almost said the other word. Uh, that was great. That's a good. That's a good <laughs> Freudian slip. So so he he um, you know anyway so you don't I don't like to see people n- not spending money early because then they wind up with money later in life that they can't spend that they don't want to spend. You know, I like the people to enjoy their money early. Yep. So then the market crashes like this. And now all of a sudden they're like, I not only can I not spend what I want, I might not be able to retire. And I don't like to see that. And the other, the other thing that happens, Tony, is that because they didn't have that, that money set aside. And I know I'm, I'm kind of like kicking them when they're down. The emotional damage and stress is amazingly high. And, you know, the whole pandemic thing gets people stressed out, but 
imagine your retirement party was canceled and now you're like, oh my goodness, I have 30% less in my retirement account. The emotional concern can be debilitating. Yeah. Yeah, it can be. I mean, uh, people get, yeah, people get stressed and you're right. That stress and that burden, uh, it just gets heavy. And so, so I think the answer is, is uh, don't, don't go it alone. Number one, get a plan. You get a plan. That's it. You have to sit down and do the math. So it's not too late. All right. You already got crushed. You got punched in the face. Okay. Now what? Do you just cry? Fetal position, like Tony suggested. Fetal, no, wait, that was you. Come on, <laughs> oh, it was. It was. <laughs> no, I just reiterated it and laughed at it. But, uh, but Dan, but Dan, here's the deal. Here's the deal. What do you do? I mean, uh, what's the answer? You have to. You have to sit down and do the math. And I'd rather know that I don't have enough than not know whether I do or not. You say that a lot, though, Dan. Uh, do the math. What do you mean by that? All right. So you have to create the income plan. So you have to say, all right, I was planning to retire in April. How much do I need income wise? And then once you know the income need, and that's like I said, that's usually hard. The question is, do I have enough to create that income? A lot of people don't connect that. They say, I need, you know, $50,000 a year to live. And I have, do I have enough in the bank to pay for that? Yeah, I have, you know, um, I have a million dollars in the bank is, yeah, I can live for, you know, 20 years if I take 50,000. No, that's not how you do it. You figure out how much of that money you need to allocate at every year. Like I said, you gotta, you gotta bucket it or how much am I going to need to pull aside for the next three years? And then the years five through 10 and then 10 through 20 and 20 plus. And because if you have money that you're going to need in 20 years, what's wrong with keeping it in the market? In fact, as you go through retirement, you're going to have more assets at risk. It's counterintuitive, but you're going to want to put money aside now in the stock market for years 15 plus. And the money you need in the short term, you need to take out. So don't panic is the is the answer. Do the math. And yeah, it may not be exciting to sit down now that you lost 30% and see if you need to cut back, but that's what you have to do. You have to, you might be forced to keep a level of risk that isn't comfortable or ideal. You might be forced to sell some assets in order to live in the next year, but it's better than just winging it and hoping and crossing your fingers that the market's going to come back. Oh, it always comes back. Yeah, it does always come back, but maybe not in the timeline you need. Do you want to really wait five years before you start living the retirement life you want? You're going to be five years older. That's not fun. You have to sit down and do the math. It's going to be painful if you if you had all your money at risk, if you didn't plan ahead. If if like Tony said, I told you so, I told you so. I don't see I don't know why you're see, that was pretty mean spirited what you did there. You were what? really Wait. picking on the listeners what? that what? No, no. <laughs> you know, um, what else? But you can have do been is- harping on this for a long time, and I, I hate to use the word harp, but uh, but you've been talking about it, I should say, uh, mm. f- uh, for a long time. So hopefully, those that have been listening uh, have taken it to heart. For those who haven't, right now, uh, they're seeing. Oh yeah, that's why. That's why yeah, Dan that- says I need three to six months income in emergency savings. That's why Dan said I need some money in safety and some in the market. That's why you need to do a risk analysis risk is what we're talking about here right yeah risk and retirement income you need a retirement income plan you can't just wing it 
Uh, do I have enough? And you have to tone down the risk on the short term when you're retiring. It's kind of like a roller coaster. You know, um, your risk level dips when you go to retire, but as you go through retirement, your risk level goes up. And most people don't see it that way. Um, a lot of times they just they just kind of go with the flow of what their retirement, their target date fund and their 401k suggests. It's not right. Um, but it's maybe it's too late. Maybe you're in trouble. Um, another alternative is to look at your home. Downsizing might be the answer. A lot of people have home equity that they just don't realize, hey, that's an asset. If you're going to downsize in retirement, do it and then free up that equity and maybe use that money to live while you let your stocks ride out this storm. You know, you, it's not a lost cause. You don't, you, you can't just like, I know we're joking about it. You just can't go in a fetal position and stick your head in the sand. You have to actually be proactive. Start doing math. You didn't do the math. Now you're here. You're stuck. Now you got to do the math, right? I mean, what else is there to say? You, you can't just pray because that's just certainly not going to get, get the job done. Or you just have to work longer. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you want to do that? Yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, but, you know, we we joke about, you know, working longer being so bad, but a lot of people and we've done shows on this. We did a whole show, I believe, on this, but people are living longer. And so people mm -hmm. are working longer anyway. I mean, a lot of people now working until you're 70 is uh, I mean, it's becoming more and more commonplace. So, right. you know, I mean, there's a lot more of that going on anyway. So may and maybe that's not the worst thing. And people who stop working when they're sixty, uh, great. You can enjoy some of your retirement, but a lot of them go downhill faster if they don't have a purpose, right? Yes, uh, yeah, we did do a show on that. You're right, but I'll say this, Tony, that to kind of ended here is that if someone says they want to retire at sixty and it's 2020 and the coronavirus hits and they lose big. My objective would be to meet with them and say, all right, how, what can we do to keep that retiring at 60 intact? What can we do? Because it might not be, you have to keep working. It might be, Hey, we need to just shift your assets around and we need to change the big picture strategy and you might have enough. A lot of people do. A lot of people usually have what they need. They just don't realize it because they're using some rule of thumb or they're too skewed in one asset class and they get nervous. If you sit down and you might be able to just rebalance, readjust, come up with a new plan going forward, and it might just work. You may not have to go back to work. Um, just it's worth doing the math and it's worth not just assuming that you're in trouble. Um, the market's already come back a little, will we go back down? Maybe, but it's, it, you know, there's no good time to, to f plan this out like the present. You can't wait until the market comes back and then read, then meet and think about it. Just do it now, get it done now, especially if you're close to retirement. If you're within five years of retirement, you should be having this conversation now. Now's the ideal time to have it actually. Right. Now is the yeah, now is the time. And people think, well, you know, well, 20 years ago might have been the the best time or 10 or five, yeah. like you said, five right. years ago. But you know what? Now it's important for everyone. I don't care how much or how little they have. If you've got millions in the bank or your paycheck to paycheck, you got to reevaluate where you're at right now. And mm -hmm. based on the new the new the new deal, basically, yeah. I don't know what to call this, but 
you know, we've changed. Things have changed. I don't think we're going to go back to things will continue. This too shall pass. But but it's also unprecedented what has happened. It is. But. It's a black swan event, as they call it. But we've had those yep. in the past. That's the true. We have. was a we once have. in a lifetime. No, it's not. These things happen. You just, they're really difficult to plan for, but you have to plan for them. You have to. You can't just write it out like has a lot of people think they're going to do. Um, why not? And right now, you're probably really emotional. That's the perfect time to bring someone else in that is going to kind of make you prevent you from making a rash decision. Yeah. You don't want your emotions to dictate financial decisions, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. that's the bottom line. Yeah, that's true. So I guess um, I'll wrap up the show by saying if you're in a situation that you're looking to retire in this crazy time, um, don't panic. Stick with your plan. If you created one, hopefully you did. And if you didn't, Now's a perfect time to build one. And it's cliche, but uh, you might as well spend the time to create the plan now because odds are you have the extra time, right? (laughs) Um, A lot of people staying at home, so why not? Yeah, Um, it's a good time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now's the time to really uh, sit down and take a look at your spending plan and uh, just all of the financial aspects of your life need to be reevaluated right now. And you don't need to let your emotions do it. Uh, Work with uh, a financial professional like yourself, Dan. Well said. So uh, how can our listeners, I know, let's talk a little bit about this. Obviously, you're not meeting in person with people right now. You're not doing your educational workshops. You're not going to colleges doing financial seminars or schools. So how can our listeners uh, get a hold of you? They can still meet with you just virtually, correct? Yeah, exactly. I've been using uh, Skype, uh, Zoom, um, joined me. Um, I, so I've been doing that. A lot of people just like to talk on the phone. I mean, especially my clients, they don't need to see my face. Um, the, I'll email them documents and we'll talk via email. But if you're new and you want to get to see me and because I, I enjoy face to face meetings. So this is really painful for me. But um, if you want to talk and you want to share the screen, I could do that. I use that technology. It's very simple and it's a great way. So I am fully meeting with people now. And especially with all this volatility, people really want that guidance. And so if you're interested in that, that's easy. We could set up a time. And again, they're all I don't, I don't charge for these initial consultations. My fee is based on whether or not I implement a plan with you. You know, if I'm a, if I'm actually managing your assets or creating a financial plan, but just to talk and get to know one another and see if I might be able to help, there's no charge for that. And I would gladly do it over the web if that is more comfortable. And that seems to be what we should be doing now anyway. So yeah. feel free to, to reach out, uh, give me a call, uh, 888-508-5935. Uh, we may not answer the phone, but leave a message and we'll get right back to you because we're all, you know, virtual now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's it's really easy to do these virtual online meetings or just over the phone if that's what you're more comfortable with. So, Dan, I know you love meeting with people and you know me. I love people. This is hard for us uh, guys like you and I uh, to be sequestered, but uh, you got to find ways to make it work. Uh, I know we were talking about um, we have a, so, a, a social distancing happy hour in the driveway where uh, the neighbors come and we all stay about six feet apart and we talk and chat 
every Friday afternoon. So that's fun. I mean, you know, there are ways to do it. Uh, and I just hope everyone out there stays safe. Uh, they follow the guidelines, you know, wash those hands, things like that. Right. And don't panic. And don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the key things are always wear sunscreen. Don't panic and always carry a towel. I mean, those are those are the basics, right? That's right. I just want to make sure that we're all on the same page. And the answer, you said it's all about the math. Well, I, I'm here to tell you what the answer is. It's 42. You know, I'm reading the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy to my kids during this oh. crisis, believe it or not. Oh, that's what a coincidence. I'm trying to trying to use reference. All those references were from Don't Panic. Always carry a towel. Those are from one of my all-time favorite books, and it's hilarious. Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Douglas Adams, God rest his soul. He wrote some great books. Absolutely. Yeah. My kids don't find the humor as much as I do. But. It's weird. It's English humor. I mean, it's yeah. you know, it's an acquired taste. If you like, I mean, it's a little <laughs> bit Monty Python, but it's a little more heady than that and, and mm. dry. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my kids, I tried to turn them on to it when they were younger. It didn't work. Now that my son is 20, he really likes it. So, Yeah, I, I think that might be the case of mine. Yeah. But. Yeah, you got right. to gotta, gotta start them young, Dan. I'm glad to hear you're doing that. Well, hey, great show today, Dan. Give that number out one more time that people can reach you at. Yeah, if you want to reach out, uh, dolphinfinancialgroup.com or give us a call, 888-508-5935. Thanks for a great show, Tony. And if you run into any toilet paper, grab an extra for me. <laughs> Will do. The topics on this show are wide-ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement, like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundo or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.